Hello, welcome back, uh, and and welcome to a new season of the Spilling the Tea podcast. Uh, be- why why is it a new season? Because it's Easter. Yeah, it's the renewal, spring. It's the <laughs> renewal. Um, so so happy Easter last week to everyone celebrating it today. Right. Uh, and happy Easter. Yesterday, to any Greek or Orthodox people, because they celebrate it next week. So is this coming out tomorrow, or it comes out a week from tomorrow? Well, th- this will come out, Sunday. I guess, today is Sunday, so I guess I would put it out tomorrow. So, so never mind, happy Easter <laughs> yesterday, and then happy Greek Easter next week. Yes. Okay, yay, it goes long. And happy Palm Sunday to the Greek people for yesterday, because today is Palm right. Sunday. For right, oh my God. <laughs> anyway, this is the Spilling the Tea podcast. I just lost everyone who possibly clicked on this, but um, this is where we, my mother and I, Tina, yeah. and I'm Gabriel. And nicknamed Tea. That's, she's spilling the tea. <laughs> Um, but we get together to have a little tea review, um, which, uh, this week we're, we're having, um, pomegranate, black tea, Ceylon tea that's flavored with pomegranate and rose hip. Wow. That's, that's So it has lovely. kind of a, it's a Ceylon tea, which is kind of a delicate, but then there is the fruity kind of fruity tart of the pomegranate and the rose hip in it. You like it or you don't? It's a little too tart. Do you want some more honey? I, no, it's it's okay. It's, I do you like, like yours? With the yeah, milk? but I have, the... I have milk in it and, and I put sugar in mine. I might have steeped it for too long because we were talking. We do get to talking. <laughs> I put it in, and then we would we were chatting, and I went, "Uh oh, that tea's been brewing for a long time, so that could be why it's a little bitter." Okay, too. It could be overbrewed, but yeah, I I don't know. I... Well, I think it's I I kind of like it, but I like tarty, very tarty. Anyway, okay. Yeah, but, I mean, because it's it's like it it. It's got the tea flavor. It's got the regular tea flavor. And then at the back of my tongue, it's it's like a sharp little spike of, of tart. Okay, so you won't do this one again. And I will do this one again. You have yours that you like to do again? and Yeah, I don't know if this is my favorite. Okay. Anyway, okay, so, so because it's a new season... You said the reason why you asked that we could get together once a week was to have a record of... Your life. My life, um, ancestral, or what work I did, what 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 it was like growing up. Yeah, um, every, everything my from... My work in theater and... Childhood memories to things about family history to uh, um, your Broadway career. Uh, and some so some of the things that happened that definitely relate to social issues that oh my god I swear to god 
with the way that the world is going with you know this now with this abortion pill trying to they're trying to ban it yeah all around the united states the complete <laughs> complete um again if somebody is listening to this 20 years from now if they dig it up god knows what kind of society you're going to be living in if this ultra-right wing keeps getting their way with laws. I mean, it's there will not be the freedoms that we all used to enjoy up until two, you know, like a year ago. I yeah. mean, so, so anyway, some of the things that I, that happened in my life do include include abortion, rape, um, pregnancies that went wrong, um, social issues that are being swept under the table like little women should just take that as a part of their um, life that they're supposed to have happened to them and sit down and shut up and or go in the kitchen and cook. Anyway, okay, that's that. So yes, yeah, sometimes we have very special episodes and you'll never know when they're going to happen. Or it could be a little section of them. Or it could be spilling the tea of gossip in sure. theater and stuff like that. Or, or things that things will be exemplary in the story of, of, you know, things that are obviously wrong with society. Yeah. And, and you know, we're not going to ignore when it's something that's not just one person. You know what yes. I mean? Like when it's... Well, for example, what just happened in Tennessee with two young black representatives in the state legislature and one white 60-year-old woman were protesting for gun control. And in Tennessee, this is where just two weeks ago, three nine-year-old girls, little girls in school, and three adults were murdered, again, by AR-15s, gun. So what's happened is that there were huge, these young children, high school kids, grammar school kids, protesting outside the state house for stricter gun control. Sure. And the state legislature, which is full of good old boys, not listening to them. The representatives, these three representatives, the two young black guys and the one woman in in their meetings when they went to talk about any kind of gun control or even what happened their microphones were turned off they would t- it was like no you shut up you, we are not they did not discuss anything nothing was brought up any bill they bring up it is completely ignored so they took I'm spending too much well, time. Well, this isn't really what I mean. No. Okay, but, so I shouldn't talk about this. Except I, I'll give you the end of it. Sure. It, it, two, <laughs> the two young black guys were expelled from the state house. Expelled from their jobs. The white woman was allowed to stay. That's insane. Yeah. And, and yeah. Okay. All terrible right. and so, very important. All right. So, I thought we'd talk about Easter. Yeah. Since, since, since it's Easter. Um, <laughs> one of... Now, we would... This is growing up, 1950s in um, Worcester, and a very Catholic family. Um, we, of course, would go to church every, you know, on, we had to go every Sunday. We had to go to confession every Saturday. 
during right. the year and mass on Sunday. My father loved it when um, later on when you could go to a Saturday late afternoon mass, like at four o'clock. That had never existed okay. early on. Um, because then he'd he'd be able to go fishing even earlier on Sundays. And you could get you could go to confession right before the mass. So boom. Oh, it's a know, one stop shop. It's <laughs> exactly it. What I would so um for Easter Sunday, um we got dressed up, you know, and I was thinking back in the fifties too, we always we had to wear hats all the time. I, w- I would like to ask, with, with dressing up, is it in the full Easter pastels? Or oh, it's like the in ruffles. Like the purples I mean, and the blues yes, and the greens. You had, the... you had your Easter hat, your Easter dress, your Easter coat, because it would be a little chilly. <sighs> now, I have pictures that I can show you. You, you, it is, and everybody, in, you know, the men in suits... It yeah, is, are, are they in bright suits? Is is the question? I guess not back then, because you know, okay. you know what you can, I mean. No, that you'd be considered funny. <laughs> 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 That's what my father used to used to call being gay. It's like when I was <clears throat> when I was thirty, and I had yet to get married. Late late twenties, I got married when I was thirty. I got married first time when I was 30. Before that, you know, as I got to be 26, 27, 28, I'll never forget visiting him one time. You going out with anybody? Well, nobody's special. You know, I mean, I was going, but I wouldn't tell him, like, sometimes the amount of people I was going out with. Whoa. Or, you know, I didn't want him to think, you know, that going out meant I was going to get married. So getting close, you know, as I'm going to the end of my 20s, and I'm still not, also, it's, it's none of your business, you know, who, sure. who my boyfriend, I don't want questions, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. So, and I lived in New York, he lived in Yeah, Florida. not when you know what the follow-up questions will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he, he asked, I said, no, you know, no one's special. And he said, all right, Tina, I just got to ask you something. Screaming all this because he was mostly deaf. deaf. Yeah. Are you funny? <clears throat> and I, I went, funny, what is, it? and then I, but the way he said it, you know, like with the eyes of a little askew, Oh. I went, oh, he, he's asking if I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Are you, you, you funny? You funny. And I said, no, I'm not funny. You know, I, I don't, I just don't want to get married. But what's interesting is growing up, I mean, Ellen was the queen of comedy for... <laughs> yeah, but he okay. didn't use it. I, you know. And then Rosie and then... Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I should have said yes, and I tell a good joke, too. I'm funny, and I tell a good joke, too. <laughs> no, but what we said... I'm going off of Easter for a second. Growing up, my brothers had friends from St. John's preparatory school where they went to high school that came over our house all the time and gay I mean no I didn't know the word we got along great they loved you know <laughs> you know being with Maureen and I and just you know and silly and dead and my mother loved them sure you know um but funny t- totally gay but you can't so you couldn't say it out loud <laughs> one actually silly 
One ended up being a priest. Oh. And, I mean, I hate to say it, he he is one of the few gay guys in the priesthood who ended up being a pedophile. It, it, most, uh, most of the time it's a heterosexual, but so that was a shame. The other one went into theater, and I got in touch with them, you know, like years That's later. Um, and, and, you know, we were like, you know, it was kind of like, he went, I knew I was flamboyant, but I didn't know I was gay. <laughs> you know. Right. Sweet, funny, funny guy. Anyway, so, all right. We also would wear, all right, so we had the hats and everything. But then it made me think, back in the 50s, it was a style, even though hats were going, had gone out somewhat, somewhat in, during World War II. Would, would the hats have little bonnets underneath? Oh, sometimes little bows underneath, sometimes, you know, the clip-on. Like tended. flowers and... Yeah, yeah, like little wreathy things, <sighs> or it could be like a, like a straw hat with the flowers around and stuff. It was festive. (laughs) But um, anyway, it was a rule of the Catholic Church back then that women's heads had to be covered to go into the church. Um, That wasn't repealed or whatever until in the 60s. Hmm. So... We, what we would do is in our pockets or in our little purses or whatever, we always carried around a mantilla, which is like a lace, like a lace scarf okay. that you, that folded up small, or like a doily, oh. a little lace round doily that you'd put on a, a coffee table or something. Sure. You know, <laughs> those little round crochet doilies. <laughs> With a bobby pin, or if push came to shove and we were going into a church and we didn't have the mantilla or the uh, <laughs> doily. doily or a, you know a hat, like winter was easy because you always had a hat. Sure. My mother would take a tissue out of her pocketbook. Oh, that's better. And put a <laughs> tissue on our heads, and she'd stick a bobby pin. But the the thing with the tissue, I mean. Number one, you're walking around with a tissue on your head. But the other thing, too, is that she'd only put the bobby pin, like, in the middle of it. So when you walked, the front of the tissue would blow up. You know, the wind would... It's so ridiculous. I mean, isn't that absurd? Women must cover their head. As long as it's a tissue? Yeah. You know. Yeah, there's no rule on what covers the head. Yeah. But absurd. it's got to be covered. Yeah, absurd. Um, and, yeah, it would be a paper, you have a paper towel on your head. That's yes. exactly what um, we would look like, you know. <laughs> but at least, like, other kids would have the, with the you know, the Kleenex, too. It's like, oh, we forgot the hat. Um, so after, oh, I'm just remembered. Oh. I got a real sp- Banking on one, <laughs> on one Easter, because okay, I just remember this. I loved this dress that I had was like all 
petticoats and everything. Uh, okay. I was, oh, I, all right, I was tiny. This is an old memory, like three or four. And because I remember having little lace-up shoes on. And I was in front of our house on the little walkway that went to the sidewalk. And I loved, I also had, this reminds me of you and your Batman undies. I had like little frilly, I had under, underwear on, but they had like little ruffles on them and everything too. And so I was an alone in front of the house, <laughs> picking up my skirt like a can-can girl. <laughs> and just like, look at this. Look at him. Showing everything off and going backwards and just, you know, in front. <laughs> and I remember my mother coming out and just snatching me around oh. my waist, pulling me in. And it's like I got those little lace, I mean, roughly underwear came down right on my butt. I got a bad spanking, bad spanking. <laughs> For Easter, <laughs> I can't be showing that to the whole town. No, I know. She said you never do that again. You know, whoops. <clears throat> I thought I was showing off my pretty stuff. You know, my, <laughs> my pretty clothes. Anyway, so after mass, where our family, as I've mentioned in last season, would always have the holidays at our house. Yeah. Easter, we always went either to my aunt Petey's or to my aunt Tessie's. And it was always a ham with the pineapple rings. We never had lamb, actually. Never lamb. That's... Never. I don't think. I think it was more expensive than. I, as we also they discussed, that's have, largely Greek Orthodox. And especially Easter, my aunt Tessie's family, they didn't have. What did you say? I talked about Greek Orthodox Easter again. Oh. And they have lamb. Oh, that's lamb all. Oh, of course, they have all lamb all the time. Greek, yeah. Um, anyway. Lamb is good. I like that. But you were a ham, but my, ham with the pineapple. And my Aunt Tessie's family, they didn't have, they, they, they never had a lot of money. And ham was cheaper, yeah. you know, and feeds a lot of people. You could feed Did a lot of people. Did you ever do the jello molds? Oh, absolutely. With, with the, like, floating vegetables in, in the Absolutely. It's in my, in my mother's cookbook. I have the recipe for every kind of jello mold you'd ever want. It's just like, oh, that's a random grape. Absolutely. We even had the kind sometimes with, like, coleslaw in the middle. Like fish and... Yeah. I, I, no, fish? I've seen ones that are, like, fish... Like, you got tuna oh, fish, fish je- oh, that, in oh, the gelatin. Gel- no. I thought you meant like dessert. Well, jello. sometimes dessert. It was usually or, or the, ones with vegetables. It was usually the canned fruit. Okay. Never Especially really. like the canned grapes. Peas. Uh, no, wait, no, wait, no. My mother would make that for company. Oh, that's for company. Like the shredded carrot kind. Okay. You know the the that's... Jello mold supreme carrot version. That would be for company. No, but we had it for dessert. Okay. Lot. It's not bad. No, I mean, I mean for dessert is. People make fun of it, but it's actually not That's, bad. The dessert's Especially, reasonable, you, know, psh, you put whipped cream on yeah. it and stuff like that. No, but what okay. would we do? My aunt, my uh, cousin Patty and I, we would, um, <laughs> after eating, we would um, 
people would have left their their highball drinks out Uh-oh. and stuff like that, you know, yeah. with the ice melting and stuff like that. But we used to sneak around <laughs> and drink drink the leftovers out of the glasses. <laughs> we actually got really tipsy. I mean, sure. <laughs> It's a little gross. And, but... and and we got caught. We were giggling so much and like rolling around the floor that we were really young. How yeah, went, well, how old were you for that? Oh six, seven. Oh, that's you young know. to be. No, but that's too like when we would sneak <laughs> we would sneak their cigarette butts out of the ashtray <laughs> and you know, go and, and yeah. I I know, disgusting. But Kids don't think about... Or, you know, I mean, the the really, you know, we would like... <laughs> if you could, if you saw a pack of cigarettes, then sure. you'd sneak one out, you know, and hope they wouldn't notice. And we would make, we would make cigarettes out of, um, you know, when you take corn, on, you have corn on the cob, you have the um, hair stuff, the, what yeah. do you call it, the tassel stuff. Yeah, the, the, all the hair. Yeah, whatever it's called. The corn we, hair. We would... Take that and roll it in paper and try to smoke it. We would take twigs <laughs> and leaves, you know, and put it in. I mean, disgusting. <clears throat> disgusting. Anyway, okay, so so Easter was always fun. And <laughs> what my mother did that I did with you is the Easter egg hunt. Yeah. That was tradition. And... You know this, but for people to come, what it is, is the night before Easter, I don't know where this came from or why, you would make a nest outside of your bedroom door, you would make a nest of underwear, like undies, t-shirts, make a round nest, and... Then what my mother would do, and she did this for all five kids. I give her Yeah, that's incredible. You would find a plastic egg in the nest in the morning. And it um, ours always had like a penny or a nickel or a dime in it. Or chocolates were usually the big prize at the end. Usually it was money. (laughs) (laughs) And but inside the egg is a poem clue. A rhyming clue that would lead you to where the next egg would be. Then you would find another dime or quarter, or not a quarter. Um, for me, it would be a quarter. Yes, the and inflation. for us, for us, I mean, so there would be like you, you know, we're running around the house finding the eggs, and then there would be a basket. That would be the last thing you would find, you know, in, in it would an all Easter lead to basket. A big... With you, where we had maybe ten clues, um, because she had five kids. So sure. You know, she's making up fifty poems. And five baskets and. Yeah, our for you, it was it got more extravagant <laughs> every did. year. It always started with the underwear net nest. Yeah. And you could you can. Yeah, I actually forgot about the underwear nest somehow until you just brought it up. Um, and and starting off, it was not the easiest to make an underwear nest, but I think over the years, I, I really perfected my construction <laughs> of, um, you know, having, having a nice bed of T-shirts and then um, 
you, you know, uh, really, really circling it around and making sure you've got a, an even level of underwear and 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 you have to kind of interweave shirts. them a little bit yeah. so they stand. <coughs> yeah, I yeah. just got dry throat. So they stand stand. Um, really, you're thinking about like making a a, a parapet, a, a a tower, you know, of a castle. <laughs> And then Why you want to lay the socks at the bottom. Oh, I hit the microphone. Uh, lay, lay the socks at the bottom for, for cushioning because you don't want the plastic egg to break. I don't remember socks being in there. I, I used to put for socks ours, at the bottom. Did it, ours I, was only underwear. And again, I'm going to have to look that up to see if somewhere... Maybe it's if you're poor, you don't have... I don't money know. Money for more baskets? Or... It, Oh, I don't know where it came. But I'll have to look that up. Anyway, so with you, <laughs> it was... It started off, you know, as, as a little kid, it would be like 10, 20, because I, I would be a little kid, and, and the riddles would be like, uh, you know, I, I get what gets wetter as it dries, a towel. Oh, oh, that would be like later. When you were little, it was like, um, I... S Somewhere in your room is a, is a can inside the can. No, I'm not making up. What I mean, you don't you'll find an it. egg. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, but it, it was, doesn't have to rhyme It would now, be but. like, there are two things in your room. One is that blue, are red. blue, one is red. Go to the one that's at the end of your bed. And then it would start to be riddles as as we hit about ten seven, eight, nine, ten. It'd be like regular basic riddles, but it there would start to be like all of a sudden in the plastic egg would be a full sheet of paper. <laughs> and you'd open up the full sheet of paper and there'd be a, a, a crossword in there or, <laughs> or a, a, cryptogram. a cryptogram or um, I'll get on to the next, the, the big <laughs> stupid stuff that you've made me do. <laughs> um, or or just, but these, these like full extra puzzles suddenly and, and you'd have to like rearrange the letters and figure out the cryptogram and that would be another riddle. And that, but that would be the clue always to get clue, to the next and egg. It rhymes again. And, and each of your eggs had more money, or it had chocolates. It was yeah. It was I was. There'd be, and then it'd be like, oh, we're at the halfway point. It would it would tell you, and it's like, oh, it's only halfway. We've done thirty riddles. It would take hours. I know. By the end, it, it was really like I. It was kind of like. Okay, I'm sitting down. I know I can make breakfast, have coffee yeah, for do a your long crossword. I can take a shower. I can because he's gone for three hours. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but then get even older, and the riddles become these these dialing puzzles uh, <laughs> of true. that. It gets to the point where I I'm unable to solve most of them without coming and, and looking for hints and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and also I would send you, instead of just being around the house, um, I would have you, I would, with, with your neighbors, 
I would right. send you, the clue would send you over to the, down the block, over to the neighbor's house. They would have hidden, you must find 10 eggs or yeah, something like that. Yeah, so that there would be like a regular scavenger hunt version too. And then they would tell you, they would give you the, la- or you would find in their house the last clue to get you back home to start again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were ones that it would, it would, instead of being any kind of a, a riddle or anything like that, it would have me start somewhere, usually by my bed. And oh, the footsteps. Yes. Three. F- and be like a, a pirate a treasure map. Right. Three steps. Turn left. Four paces. Turn Turn around. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Start at the old oak tree. <laughs> Do a somersault over the bed. Oh, you're out on the... Raise your arms and scream, Happy Easter! <laughs> right. Right. That's true. On, on the back do. porch. <laughs> um, I did that up and... I, I'm, I have to tell you. It was up until I was 18. And even when Lou came, yeah, did a hunt for him. He got too. one. It was no, you Some were like some girlfriends have gotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, but it. I would st- let's say I would have to start them like two months ahead of time. Sure. Because it's not only making up the poems, making up the puzzles, making you know, making up all of this stuff, but then. I have to tell you, it would, my mind would go bananas when I had to sit with all of these clues and eggs <laughs> and figure for myself, this one is going here, which is leading him to the kitchen. Okay, put a little sign on that. To the kitchen, put in kitchen. Then... This in the kitchen is leading to to whatever outside in the in the compost bin or you know, yeah. whatever. To organize all of that blew my mind because it, it's a thing like you would I would you'd get so my mind would get so OD'd overdosed mm-hmm. I would start to doubt myself of wait 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 where oh. did I come from where did I go. It was hard. It was hard, but it was worth it. It was, and rarely were there mistakes in in the order or anything like well, that. Well, the thing about the order too is that let's say I had two eggs in within proximity. Right. I had to be very careful that you would find the correct one. one. Right. Find the correct one because then if you found the wrong one, it could <gasps> skip the whole thing. Oh. And then at the end, there'd be a big basket or or yeah, there'd always a, be a toy or something like that. So um, yeah, so that yeah, I would say of tra- you know it's funny because of all holiday traditions, I would say that is that is a tradition because of all of that. I, I, Easter is actually my. Growing up was my favorite holiday. Now that I'm an adult and I don't get, <laughs> you don't get a series get of that. puzzles and riddles, 
catered to me, uh, <laughs> then I, I don't... You know, Easter is, is dropped in the <laughs> rankings. It's now about the level of Thanksgiving. Um, but... You know, it used to top Christmas in my in my book. Now, growing up with the church, we had to do, in the church, we had to do all of the stations of the cross. I mean, <laughs> during Holy Week, we were at church doing, uh, you know, the rosaries in front of the in front of the stations of the cross. Did were you? Did you have to uh, do that ca- with Catholic school? The Catholic Church is in trouble. They they just want you to show up. For the money, they they just they that's they're just worried about they're like just anytime just come come by, no um, stations the cross I, I think I only ever did that like once, huh? Uh, I think that was just a confirmation thing, for really? me. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't like a whole. Yeah, no. In the church, uh, we would have to go. You know, they would be six on how many? Twelve, I think. Six on one, twelve or fourteen, however many. It's along the walls of the church. You no, would go it was. And... It was kind of just like a feature of the church of like, no. yeah, if you want to do, you can do at the station of the cross. Huh. Yeah, you can. It, same, same with confession. It was, it was kind of more just like, a, oh yeah, we we offer, come for mass, but we also offer confession. We also offer. Stations of the Cross. We I also know. offer last. I rites. make it sound like I had nothing to do with your upbringing religiously. I did. I did. We chose do the Catholic Church because that's yeah. what we knew best. But always as a foundation. Right. The only time I got involved with any. Uh, I mean, I was there for your first communion and stuff you like that. Led children's mass sometimes. That's but that's the only. That's the only time that I got involved with your religious education because I was so angry. I was so sick in mass of the little kids. There was the children's mass. You would, you know, before the gospel or whenever, after the, I don't know. It was before the gospel. It'd yeah. be like, you, we'd all say hello, and then they'd go, and the children will leave. Yeah, after the opening stuff. Yeah, we'd sing together. Everyone um, would sing together. It was going downstairs to a community room um, for, quote, the children's mass that then we'd come back up for um, for communion time. Yeah, and there'd be the first and second reading and the gospel. would Downstairs. Oh, that would all would happen as with children. But I got so angry because here are children and their point of view was talking about the fear of God and how you are sinners. Well, the first Monsignor, if I remember right, wasn't as bad. And then he died, and then the new guy came no, in. No, because I was doing children's mess. You were. The old, when he was there. But upstairs even, I'm, you know, I was like, it was it, the, the, the overall, to me, had the feeling, because I went downstairs, is... You you must be you must be good because you must be fearful of God. Right. And I'm yeah, like, no, I, there was always that. I, I hated that. So because my thing was, it's about love. It's about joy, especially for children. You know, and fairness. So I volunteered to be one of the leaders at the children's mass. Now what they didn't know, Uh-oh. and and. 
I was really good at yeah, that. No, I mean, I, but it you, was, you were definitely everyone's favorite. It was it was You made it very fun for all it, the children. And it was it was heavy at the same time. I mean it was important but instead of just a reading you know, let's let's yeah. look at it, let's talk about it, you know, and we would sing different songs and do different <laughs> stuff. Anyway, what they never knew is that because I was actually not an official member of the Catholic Church anymore oh. because I, okay, I had my first wedding in the church. Okay. I got divorced, which is against church rules. And they took that a lot more seriously. And then I got remarried. Right. So technically that's adultery in their eyes because you're married, exactly. your first marriage never and ended. And technically then you're a bastard. Oh no! <laughs> I have been sired as a bastard! And did you ever think, did, I mean, I, I'm I sorry never, to tell you that. I never thought of that. But it is in the eyes of the church, which I probably shouldn't say this because if you, if you go to get well, married in the church, technically you're, but. Well, technically you, I haven't been to church during holy season, so no, I'm but you've, excommunicated. You've received, no, you've received That's, all the sacraments. I, you had. Well, not all the sacraments. I, I mean. I haven't taken holy orders or last rites. No, but. <laughs> Baptism, communion, you know, baptism, penance, communion, yeah. confirmation. confirmation. So you were brought up in the church. It's it, only by those who's. I would have had to. The only way that I could have made you not a not a bastard is, I would have had to write that thing of your right to the pope and your right to the bishops and everything to have your first marriage annulled. Right. Completely. And then you could get married again in the church. Um, yeah, no, you're bastard. And so I'm teaching these kids the love of God. You know, I'm teaching all this stuff, and they never knew. But I'm sorry. I have, you know, it's like, it's the message. It's not these arcane rules. Right. You know. Um, anyway, so that's kind of Easter, but then I was thinking this morning about the Easter bunny and bunnies, and it made me, it reminded me of, with growing up, on Lake Quinsigamond in Worcester, is this lake that... Oh, great for fishing, canoeing, and kind of a long, long lake. Okay. On the shores, it's, it really is nice. Um, and being right in the city, you know, it's, I mean, it's this natural lake. It's wonderful. Um, but there were different um, houses and camps like around the shores of this whole lake okay and clubs one of the clubs was lithuanian a social club um matter of fact there were a few of them but the one that we went to they were like they would be like the german club the swedish club you know and this was called we called it the bunny club okay i 
don't know why. <coughs> the only thing I can think of is it was also called the bungalow. And if bung, bunny, bung, because we don't, as Lithuanians, we didn't like call ourselves bunnies. Right. You know how like a, you can say there were, there were words for different sure. nationalities, you know. We never, I, so, I, so I don't know why it was called the bunny club, but it was this, it was right on the shores. It was, you could open on three sides. I mean, you'd look out over the lake. My uncle Charlie was a bartender there and they would have bands and, you know, we, or we would go and spend the day um, swimming and, you know, again, swimming, canoeing. It wasn't fancy in any way. Okay, but it wasn't like the bunny club, the, the club, you know, or yeah. golf club, or, yeah. you know, the highfalutin stuff. It was, we, it was just down earth. This is where it's the clubhouse. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I think all you had to do is be Lithuanian. You, I mean, the <clears throat> dues, if anything, would be like, you know, five bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't much, but, I remember that's where I learned to swim. And I remember my Uncle Frankie teaching me where you'd hang on to the dock and you'd put your face in and you'd blow the bubble. It's how to breathe right, while you're right, swimming. Right, yeah, yeah. And you'd turn his head to the side, you know. But but I remember he would... My brother Frankie... I mean, sorry. My Uncle Frankie was a brother. He was an Xavian brother. Okay. Where my grandmother, you know, always wanted wanted a priest in the family. My father went, uh-uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, my Uncle Frankie ended up being an Xavian, an Xavian brother. brother who taught in a, a Jesuit school. No, he was a Jesuit? No, he was an Xavian. But I remember he would teach this in schools, in Catholic schools. Catholic boys preparatory schools. But he drank all the time. And I don't think I ever smelled his breath. Not, not boozy? Not boozy. Whether it was at my grandmother's <laughs> after we'd go for the walk with the babushkas over our heads and we'd come home and watch TV and I'd sit on his lap. And he'd always give me like sips of beer or whatever. He was only... Yeah. <laughs> so I remember... <laughs> Learning with learning to swim, mm -hmm. you know when his his face would be right right next oh. to me because he was making sure that you know of course like holding on you know when you hold under the stomach yeah so keep that, a child safe to keep, so you know stay up because your hands are you, you yeah ha your hands are hanging onto the dock and you're like and he would have he would be holding my body up and but, you're still kicking exactly so when you you know, blow the bubbles and then when you turn to take a breath. Yeah, he had, I remember too. I just saw it. He had, like some of his teeth were a little bit gold rimmed, <laughs> and it would be like you'd go, he would be smiling and laughing or whatever, saying, "Take a breath." And <sighs> it was like, "Whoa, baby!" You know, you couldn't wait for your face to get back in the water. Um, so, all right. So, he, I'll talk. You want me to talk a little bit about Uncle Frankie? Sure. But you have a question. Well, I, I wanted to just say that there was also an Easter that I got in the Caribbean. Huh? There was a year we were in the Caribbean. Oh, yes. And you managed to set it up 
In the Bahamas. In the Bahamas, you managed to still do a whole hunt. Your dad was, he was choreographing that show at the, what's it called, the Paradise? Uh, the, it was it was Jimmy Buffett's show. At the, at the big Nassau, hotel, Bahamas, the, hotel the and Paradise. casino, yeah. the, whatever it's called. Um, right. So we went there for Easter. Uh, he had been there for a while. But a you had to weeks. make up riddles and, and puzzles. And that one wasn't as big of one, but I understood. Because we were in like a housing, I mean like a motel apartment, hotel type place, apartment yeah. thing. But I did send you over one of the, his assistant, what was his name, Andrew? I don't remember. I forgot, I'll think of his name. He helped me out that you got to go over their place and, and he yeah. had hidden eggs for you and stuff. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Right. Right. Um, so my Uncle Frankie, <laughs> I only saw him mostly when it was... Um, Family get-togethers, because, of course, he lived at, it's not called a seminary, but whatever's, whatever the housing for brothers is. But I tell you. The rectory? At the, at the. Monastery. It's like, it's like whatever, whatever the equivalent, you know how nuns live in a convent? Yeah. It's whatever the equivalent. But for Xavian brothers. Brothers. And or it might have been at housing at the school too. But I tell you, they, they I swear to God, you know, it, he had a girlfriend. Oh. He had a car. He I mean That's, they got they, seems like we, a pretty actually, good one to be in. We had a we had a friend a friend of my my parents, a priest, who would come over our house all the time. Really, a nice guy, but drinking and smoking, and he has his car, and he and you know and he gets waited on with the meals. There's no financial worries for these men. Now I know they're working in the church; they have their duties. But, yeah, but but this is what makes me crazy: is they get to judge or advise what it's like to live in the real world. They, I remember the, the the way I found out that my brother, my uncle Frankie, had um, a girlfriend is he was he was uh, teaching at a teaching or whatever at a summer camp for kids with disabilities, and it was really weird because we. We were on one of the trips with my mother, my sister and I. We were one of her, one of her historic trips that we're going to, like, spend a week visiting historic sites. Yeah. Or whatever. I think I told you we visited every state east of the Mississippi, <laughs> seeing different historic sites. I feel like some of them you can skip. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was interesting. I mean, I'm it sure. Was it, no, I'm sure it was. I just. Iowa? It was weird though to be like in Montgomery, Alabama, and to see the Confederate flag flying from the state house. Sure. And that's the first time I saw like water fountains segregated. for white segregated. I it I was like, what? 
I had never heard of any of this stuff. I didn't understand why. Yeah. You know, it, but it's like, are you kidding me? And this is me as a as a little kid mm-hmm. going, something's wrong. Anyway, so we stopped at, it was in New York State someplace, this camp. And it was the first time that I had really seen kids with physical disabilities and I remember one little kid whose finger, his arms were kind of short, but his fingers were only like a half inch long. Hmm. But he could do so much. He had learned, and I found it fascinating hmm. of, you know, these, these little fingers, these little fingernails. Weird. And so it's funny because it didn't like, upset me as a little kid it didn't it didn't um i hate to use the term gross me out but some people would go like ew you yeah. know it was it was what i think had happened what's coming back is that there was um during the 50s women who were pregnant to help with um throughout the pregnancy uh they were given to ease their nerves or whatever, uh, fl- th- 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 I can't say it, flumidifat. It's a drug that caused, they didn't know it, but it caused defects. Oh. I mean, it is banned now. Um, so there were encephalitic kids, there were, and it was all from take, th- 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 little mod, something like that. <laughs> but it would be like, you know, taking Advil. Right. I mean, it's got oh, I have cramps or whatever. You know, and so and so there was a rash of births to kids with with um, deformities, huh. and that was kind of at this camp. You know, it was like wow. You know, yikes! What this particular drug did, but so we're at this camp, and and uh, he his girlfriend's there. This woman, she was blonde. This woman was his girlfriend. And she had just bought him a new car. And I was like, well. Anyway, so that's Uncle Frankie. Um, Uncle Frankie. I'll just go, I'll give you a quick thing. We're almost done. Yeah. I don't think I've talked a lot about Uncle Charlie. I, I can't. I knew them only to go, again, going to visit. My Uncle Charlie and Aunt Louise, they were both divorced, which I never knew the story of their first mates. Hmm. Um, because, again, divorce wasn't, right. you know, back then. They never had children. They had a house that always so that had a lot of rhubarb. I remember rhubarb growing. Rhub- and Rhubarb's great. Making, they made rhubarb pies and yeah, stuff like that. Um, but he... He was a hellion growing up. He's older than my father. And the only, like, past I know about him is, um, he was, he was rough. I mean, you wouldn't cross, you don't cross Charlie. You don't cross. He could have a good sense of humor, oh, 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 and stuff like that. He had a great smile, but, uh, and he was handsome, um, but he was rough. Um, he actually, he was a Marine. This is before World War One. I. I mean, World War Two. Okay. 
he he was he joined the Marines. He, he like you know did these odd jobs and stuff. But he, again, he was a he was a he was rough. So he didn't wasn't just like. Well, he was so bad. He was dishonorably discharged from the Marines, ah. which means you're bad. Yeah. Then what happened though is World War Two breaks out. They need people, you know, they you need, need soldiers. Yeah. He's already trained. He's a go. bad guy. So they went. And during war, you need the bad guys. Yeah, come on back in. Oh, Jesus. So he, the, he came, he went back in as a, as a Marine in World War II. And I, I believe, I, I, I believe he served in Italy, but he was daring. It, and, and he did end up. Um, if he survived, that means he's killed a lot of people. Yeah, probably. I, I would imagine <laughs> they gave him the... Let's put it this way. I, I, if Inglorious Bastards, the film, was actually true, he, if he was Jewish, he probably would have been one of them. I would have said... He was pretty daring and pretty... Pretty... <laughs> pretty reckless. <laughs> he was rough. He he was a bad. I mean, again, to get dishonorably discharged but from the Marines, and then asked back. Okay, and so he ended up um, he, at the end when he finally left. He survived World War Two. I don't know how, how long he stayed in the service afterwards, or if he. Because like they don't want crazy okay, people. Okay, I got my. I got my. To... He might have served. I'm wondering if he served in Korea too. I don't know, but he got his oh, another tour. He got his honorable discharge at the end. And as a matter of fact, he is oh. buried in at his um, his grave in Paxton is in a section of heroes, okay. you know, of vets. Right. And he has the regular vet sign and he was buried there for free and his wife and stuff <laughs> like that. But he would take, he he would take my brother's, you know, time for a haircut. Literally, my mother would scream, put the bowl on <sighs> their head, take the, the electric razor and just, <clears throat> I mean, total... That bowl, he looked, you know, like out of Peaky Blinders. Nice guy. I visited him in the hospital <laughs> before he died. He mm. he lived late 80s. Um, he's nice. He was nice. <laughs> bad, nice guy. bad boy. Nice bad, A bad boy. boy. Anyway, so that's kind of Uncle Frank. I mean, Uncle Frankie and Uncle Charlie. Yeah. And what kind of done? Yeah, well, I mean, we, we are heading off to brunch. Yeah. For Easter. Instead of cooking at home today, we're going out. So. Not fancy, but. We we, we had best be off. Um, I will say, this tea did warm up on me. I, I By the end, I started liking it more and more after I got used to the tartness. I like the taste of it. I think it's just. And, I mean, I've been telling just regular stories. Happy. Happy Easter, happy new beginnings, happy hope. I do love Easter. Again, I can't say whether Jesus was a God and son of God or not, but I do believe that historically, probably this amazing man. He seemed pretty cool. 
or the the thing of good what what humanity will do to goodness to try to pull it down and how you have to rise out of that so you could also say what humanity is capable of in both directions you're absolutely right aha uh-huh. so i mean i do i do live east i do i, I it's a it's it's a time to renew just you know you go okay and it's spring. <laughs> and it's a new season of spilling the tea. Yeah, we okay. did it. I'm we over the... did it, we everyone. Did it. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Love you. See ya. Thanks for listening. Yeah, bye. Hey, did you ever meet the Easter Bunny?